Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever in the world you might be. I am Nicole BC, and you, you have know everything. everything. When you're tuning into this episode, it might hit home a little hard. I am recording it at the end of 2023, aiming for it to come out at the beginning of 2024, which is often a time we are doing a huge reconnoiter, right? Like we're reviewing the year before, we're looking at the year ahead, we're trying to figure out what's working, what's not, and ultimately why the fuck has nothing changed? <laughs> why does it feel like we're having the same conversation, we're experiencing the same problem or the same challenge over and over and over again? And I want to talk about the real reason nothing changes, the real reason you, you don't change, and what's really going on behind it. Because here's the thing, it's not something to beat yourself up over. That's for sure. I was going to say it's not your fault, but there are so many variables typically going on when we are trying to undertake like a massive evolution and shift, or even just introduce some little new activities into our day-to-day to believe that we can actually facilitate the change that we desire. We can close that gap between our current reality and our desired reality. So I want you to experience effortless evolution, and I insist that you stop beating yourself up And I would appreciate it if you stopped beating the shit out of everybody else around because that hasn't worked. If that worked, you wouldn't be listening to this, right? If beating yourself up, condemning everybody else, polarizing, judging, dividing, (laughs) created the change we wanted to see in this world, we would not be living in the amount of turmoil and just, I mean, all of the bad words that we're experiencing right now, both internally and externally. So let's figure out together how to finally and forever commit to the change to, as they put it, be the change you want to see. Now, I understand the process of change. It is one of my jobs, but the way that you change, the way that you evolve, and the way that you ultimately get everything that you've ever wanted is actually going to be unique to you. So by the end of this, you're also going to get a much deeper understanding of what makes you tick, my friend, and how to work in a manner that supports you so that you can stop experiencing the same thing over and over again, so that you can get different results, so you can stop feeling like you're eating crazy pills and you're insane. Now, we know the only constant is change, and oftentimes people who change their mind, change their direction, change their locale, change their outfits, their style, their brand, can come along with a uh, a handful of labels that have not ever been particularly positive. Like you're flaky, you're unreliable, you have no idea what you're doing, you lack focus, so on and so forth, right? Now, I can tell you I have started, saved, shuttered over 50 different businesses. I have moved 20 times in 20 years, and that included hemispheres, countries, states, cities, I have chopped and changed so many different times, I literally cannot keep count. And if you asked anyone who's ever worked with me or known me at all, they would tell you I am one of the most consistent, reliable, trustworthy, and loyal people they've ever met. So how does one continually change everything going on between between, between the sheets, behind the scenes? <laughs> behind the veil and continue to be 
perceived again, internally, most importantly, and externally as someone who is actually very constant. Now, this has everything to do with you and your desire to really change. I had someone actually in this entire episode was prompted by someone buying a product from me. They'd already bought. <laughs> like They hadn't implemented any of the stuff. It's knowledge economy shit, right? So I made a course and this is the second time they've signed up for it. And <laughs> like, it just got me thinking like, what is it? What is it that you think this is going to do for you? And why didn't it work the first time around that you think doing it again is going to like be, be the thing that, that makes it land? And this, this might, you might want to sit down for this one. The thing is, is we don't actually want to change. And if that smats, I'm going to circle back to that. Okay. Because there are a lot of reasons we don't want to change. Some of them might feel good. Some of them might feel bad. Some of them might feel triggered. Like you've got a lot of shame and um, drama, trauma, baggage around that particular thing. Right. So we are going to get not just through this episode together, but to the other side of this conversation where you're going to walk away with, as per usual, some tactical tips and strategies that you can use in your day-to-day -to, -day to ensure that if you desire change, you are on the right path for you to get you where you want to go. You know, let's, let's just start with like the hard stuff first, okay? And that's kind of my favorite. Why does it feel like we're all taking two steps forward and three steps back? Why does it feel like every time you go home, nothing's changed? Why do you sometimes say, I'm going to, you know, make this big shift in my life and it lands, but then like a lot of the other times it just doesn't seem to connect. Well, my friend, the first and foremost reason why change doesn't stick and we don't ultimately experience change is we don't want to. Now, I don't mean that in terms of like you're lying to yourself or you're deceiving yourself or that um, you're incapable of making these shifts. The reality is, is that the only reason any of us are doing anything is to get what we want. And we are simply doing our best to get it. Now, obviously, if you repeat the same thing over and over again, everybody said that enough, right? But like, we actually really underestimate how we're using and applying the same skills, the same knowledge, the same connections, the same resources to a situation that we want to change. And it we are expecting different results and then we get disappointed. And then that's where this disbelief that you can even facilitate and stick to and see through the change in the first place comes from. We repeat that enough. And on a level, we never believe that this is actually going to happen. I remember I did um, Andy Frazella's 75 hard. That's what it was called. And when I agreed to that, it's simple. It's it's five shifts over 75 days. One's typically diet. One is kind of mindset and empowering. You're supposed to read like, I think 10 pages in a book every day. Um, exercise, diet, um, education, fitness. Oh, I already said that. Like five different changes, right? And I kind of remember when I said yes to that, there was something about 75 days that did not compute. Like my brain was just like, I guess this is just forever because it's not a month. It's not a week. It's not 28 days. Like, you know, a lot of these challenges that we do are, are firstly shorter than 75, but secondly, like in a measurable amount of time that we're familiar with. And I felt this switch flip in my just experience, my brain, my, my body, my knowing of like, this is different. This is a commitment. This isn't a maybe, this isn't a want to, this is a happening. 
this is, this is done. This is, this is just the way it is now. And it completely changed the way that I approached that particular challenge, which for me, uh, as someone who kind of lives a pretty healthy lifestyle already, it, it, it wasn't that challenging, but it absolutely took a level of focus and follow through that I, I realized I hadn't been that hardcore with myself in the past, this frequency of, of this is just happening versus I'd like for this to happen was a real eye opener for me. Like it suddenly became this thing that I can now very distinctly feel. And I share that with you, not to say this is how you create change, but just to bring your attention to like, there is a distinct difference between I want to, and I am. And the point of that is, is on a level, like we need to understand if we even believe this change is possible. And there's a couple different exercises I, I walk people through with this particular understanding. But I mean, I just encourage you to hit pause and ask yourself, do I really think I can do this? If the answer is no, there is no judgment in that. That's what we're going to spend a lot more of this episode talking about is like the realities of facilitating change. I mean, there's a, whole, there's a reason, there's an entire module at the Harvard Business School called change management, right? Like this is not an easy thing to do. It is simple, but not easy. And once you understand your own system for it, you can do it over and over and over again. That's what makes it simple. And you will be able to take on bigger, more ambitious change, which will significantly impact your life. But first things first, you just need to believe you can do one thing. It doesn't matter how big you perceive it to be or small. Once you build up that confidence and that consistency, you will become more resilient. And that's when you start taking on bigger challenges. So let's just start with building that resilience and confidence now, because I guarantee you, you have changed a lot. Like I'm assuming you're of a certain age that you're even participating on this platform and watching material like this. And you've already been with me for about 10 minutes now. Like it took, it took unbelievable miracles to get you here. And we never really give ourselves credit for that because it just feels so normal and so basic but that's where this consistency and this resilience and this confidence literally comes from. Goal setting theory talks about we literally need to take small steps and recognize each step along the way. Like if you've ever seen a baby learning to walk, mama's not like sitting on the couch on her phone, like, yeah, yeah, keep walking. Like the baby takes one step, falls over, and it is as if that child just got awarded a Nobel Peace Prize. Like, oh my God, you're walking. And like everybody's celebrating, the baby's laughing, and the mama's crying. And it's like this huge deal. Which, if you acted like that every time you took a step, people would think you were having a psychological break. So you can see how this reward teaches anybody that they can keep going, that they did a really great thing, and to try it again. As an adult, let alone as a business owner or as an entrepreneur, ain't nobody patting you on the bum and telling you're doing a good job. I mean, you can submit for awards and like blah, 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 external validation, but we all know those are pay for play anyway. So I digress. The point being, you need to learn how to reward yourself in order to take on bigger risk. That's it. It's really simple. So it's not blowing sunshine up your skirt. It's not bragging. It's not being silly or stupid. And I used to think it was letting myself off the hook. I used to think that was for weak and stupid people. Used to be a little bit judgmental. When we celebrate our wins, we take on bigger risks. We play bigger games. We put ourselves in more precarious 
scenarios because we recognize we've done this before, we can do it again. And the only way to get there is to teach yourself that. That's how you create that consistency, that reliability, that focus, that follow through. As you're like, I've fallen off the wagon a few times. I always get back on. Not like, and now everything blows out and I just lay on the side of the road in the ditch forever until somebody else picks me up again, right? So first, first step, recognize how much you changed. Second, recognize the inertia in your current scenario. And what I mean by that is it is much easier to maintain the status quo. So if you're truly going to facilitate a change, no matter how big you perceive it to be, you need to get clear on that desired destination. Why change? If you expect anybody to come with you, you better get crystal clear on that. Because the reason we are doing anything is to get what we want. So we are getting what we want on some level. And that can sound incredibly blamey and shamey, depending on the dominant energy level you're experiencing. If you're feeling victimized, if you're feeling like this world happens to you, if you feel like nothing ever changes, it won't. That's why this episode is so important. That's why these concepts are so important. The only way to participate in this revolution that's available to us is to believe change is possible and you can. That is a conscious choice. That is not a given. That is something you are going to get to come back to over and over and over again because you have proven it to yourself over and over and over again. So anytime we're not experiencing the change that we desire, the simple question is, what is it that I really want? And how am I getting that in some weird, sick, fucked up way, however you want to judge it and condemn it or whatever. Because when you can learn to just give yourself that result that you want without the expense, the cost, the investment, the status quo, the way things staying the same look like in your life right now, that's when you'll start to experience this effortless evolution. These are hard questions to ask ourselves because we've always approached them from this perspective of you're fucking up, it's all your fault or they're fucking up. It's all their fault. This is impossible. Either one of those perspectives will make change impossible. 100%. You were correct. And this is where it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So I'm going to now talk about a handful of things I think you can do right now that are for the most part free. So this isn't going to be some like big, huge 75 hard. I mean, that's free as well, but um, (laughs) you might need to buy some things in order to participate. Anyhow, you can be the change you want to see. And that starts by shifting what's happening in here. So that is the first question I'm going to ask you is what's the story you're telling yourself? It's impossible. Good luck with that. I've changed in the past. I can change right now. Now we're talking, right? So when you think about the things that you'd like to shift, I have no money. I'm wanting, I, I'm not very fit. I'm too old, so on and so forth. The real, the real thing that's going on is what that means to you. I'm too old, so I can't get on social media, so I can't build a following, so I could never be influential, and, I, and therefore I will never be able to sell anything, so I can't have my own business. Okay, I'm not arguing with you on that, but I am going to ask you how you can create success and how you can create the change that you want. I should say the success and the change that you want with that narrative. So then we can do some of Byron Katie's The Work. We can do some reframing. We can do some perspective shifts. We can dial that particular goal back. We can find some examples that disprove that particular theory. But really what that means is I can't be successful. That's the narrative that we're telling ourselves, right? 
So it's important to kind of like get to that core issue. And then I would encourage you to go back to when you very first experienced that. So maybe you were a child and you messed up and it was public humiliation and name and shame. And that taught you to hide. And when you hide, you're safe. And when you're safe, you can create by yourself. And then you can do things that you're really proud of. And that brings you joy and resilience and happiness and pride. So that's what, that's what it is that we're doing and seeking, right? We're hiding to get the joy and happiness and success and pride and all of those things. What if we could do it without hiding? What might that look like? Just pretend. I'm not telling you, you have to believe any of this. That's the change that I talk about when I say behind the scenes. If you step these activities out with just this willingness to see the goal of this is to experience some joy and pride and happiness and safety in my work. Let's see if that's possible. So another question to ask yourself is how possible do I think this is? And maybe with your eyes closed, maybe while you're journaling, kind of up to you, envision a measuring device, like a speedometer or a thermometer, something that's going to go from zero to 100. And just how possible do I think this is? Do I see a 70 or maybe a 30? If you're trying to create from that place of 30 degrees or 30 miles per hour, it's going to be very, very challenging. And so that gives us a little bit of insight into what's like really going on, maybe up here and here. I'm pointing at my head and my heart <laughs> to start to kind of unpack. Okay, well, I don't even think this change is possible. So let's start there. Let's reframe this particular commitment to believing in change. And there are a bunch of different ways you can unpack that and explore that so that you can at least start with belief this is possible and then introduce the habit and the shift from there. So we've talked a little bit about the resistance that can happen behind the scenes, which is just obviously going to make everything else more effortful. The existence of fear is not as meaningful as most of us make it. When something goes bad, when our plan of attack doesn't go according to plan, when we experience a fuck up or a mistake or a problem, we automatically jump to this is bad because, and then we assess and attribute blame. Now, all of that, again, could very well be true, but that's still not taking action. That's not creating change. That's not going to ultimately solve the issue that we're trying to solve. So I like to just kind of recognize and consciously compartmentalize, which means I'm choosing to just set this stuff aside until I'm actually in a place and I have enough confidence in the skills to really, really break down why I always jump to blame. I'm just going to let that be over here. I'm going to recognize there's some blame, there's some fear, there's some resistance going on. And I am going to choose to step forward with that over here. I'm going to step forward choosing to pretend I can figure this out. I just don't know how yet. And it's because I don't know how that I haven't figured it out yet, but I'm choosing to believe that I can figure it out. So I'm going to continue trying, right? And what if falling off the wagon doesn't mean that this is done? And yeah, it could have every other time, but this is the time it's going to change. I don't have to believe that yet. I just get to choose to believe and pretend and see what happens. Experiment. That is my number one strategy for all of this stuff is play, make it 
an experiment. I was reading on social media the other day, someone was talking about like make everything play and someone responded, well, what does play mean? When you're playing, you're not committed to the outcome. You don't expect it to look perfect. You might not even know how to do it. You're making up the rules as you go along and you're enjoying yourself. Like you're probably getting a little lost in the activity. You're not paying attention to what time it is, or you don't want the thing to end. Like imagine approaching everything like that. You're, you don't know what the outcome is going to be, so you don't really care. You're not concerned about making it perfect. You're just having fun. You forgot what time it was because you're enjoying yourself so much. And like whatever this looks like, it's actually just doing it. That's the whole goal, right? Like when you play, I mean, as grownups, it's probably a long time since we've had like a play date. But I know with your closest friends or like maybe your favorite gaming community or like going outside into nature, sometimes there's just a start and stop time. We might even need to set an alarm to remind ourselves and we had snooze 10 times. <laughs> like that's what play feels like IRL. And you can apply that same skill set to change and evolution. So lastly, understanding what makes you tick. And I've talked a lot about this, but truly, truly knowing what motivates you. We are not all motivated by the same thing. Okay. And our motivations will change as we reach certain levels of fulfillment and that experience. So when you're in love, you're not seeking validation and connection and trust and harmony. You're getting all of that. You might be shifting focus to money because you want to go on vacation and you want to go on adventures and you want to do new things and that all costs something. Concurrently, if you have a bunch of money, you might feel like, well, I'd really like to be able to enjoy this with the people that I love and bring my family along or fly some people in for this, right? Like understanding what your motivation is and then tying that into this change that you're trying to facilitate. I, I cannot overemphasize how important that is. And I know it sounds really obvious, but then why haven't you created the motivation to experience the change you desire? And my guess is we've probably attributed the wrong descriptor to what it is that we want. Because if it's money, if it's power, if it's health, if it's fame, if it's beauty and um, security, these tend to be the seven motivators for humans. Like, and we think, well, power is I'm the CEO and I have a bunch of people saying yes to me. My guess is that you feel unstoppable. You feel supported. You feel like your ideas can come into this experience because you have the expertise to make it possible. Anything is possible. Like this, this creative play and vision, like that's the thing that we're really looking for, right? Getting super clear on what motivates you right now. This is why like when we have like an event that we're going to, we suddenly hit the gym every day because that like public facing appearance motivates a lot of us. And I'm not here to critique or judge what that motivation is or where it comes from. What I am suggesting is you harness the fuck out of it and you ride that bad boy into the sunset as fast as you can, recognizing like that's going to work for this. That's where we then get to this replicable, repeatable strategy and process. As an example, like accountability, accountability is very important to me both ways. If you tell me you're going to do something, I expect you to do it or hold yourself accountable and let me know it's not happening. That's fine. I will do the same for you. And I know that I will show up in a way that makes myself proud when I promise somebody else I'm going to do it. I don't have the same accountability with myself. I used to have so much shame around that. Now I just recognize 
that's one of my weaknesses. And that's okay. I am who I am. And I love who I am. And I am not perfect by any means. I've got some gaping fucking holes when it comes to my personality, my productivity, my my ever uh, sort of evolving health and fitness experiences. Um, I like to party. So I discovered a few years ago when I accept me for who I am and I love every single bit of it. I am so much more able to create these success strategies because they support who I am fundamentally. And by putting in a few steps along my journey that ensure I'm going to get the support that I need, I'm going to have that carrot dangled just far enough ahead that I keep going to grit it. And if I get it, I see something else that I want just as badly right up ahead. And so as I'm nom, nom, nomming on that delicious, rewarding carrot, uh, that analogy got away from me. I I am both celebrating myself and excited about what's around the bend because I promise you it can just keep getting better. And you can continue to create and evolve and change and experience everything you desire. And this is all about not just closing that gap from current to desired reality, but actually enjoying the tinkering and the the figure outing <laughs> along the way. Because ultimately you're saying like, this is this is exciting and I don't know how I'm going to do it yet. That's the whole point. If you knew how to do everything, you'd be bored. And that might be one of the reasons you want to figure out some change is you're bored right now. You feel stuck. You can shift. You can evolve. You can change. And if um, things are feeling stuck, I encourage you to ask yourself some hard questions. The answers are not what's scary. And that certainty will give you the confidence and the knowing for where to start to shift and take that first step towards your desired change. So that came out the gate. That one has been like floating around in my brain hole for a minute for a lot of different reasons. And so thank you for indulging me. I needed to get that one up and out so that I could let the floodgates open and, um, you know, create a whole bunch more of these. So if you like it, share it, comment, all of the things that I'm getting done with words. So I think we're at the end here. I was going to say romance, the muse and the algorithm. Uh, You know where to find me at the BZ channel on all socials. I probably have something cool happening. Check out NicoleBZ.com forward slash freebies, (laughs) F-R-E-E-B-Z. Some think it's freebs. Okay, cool. It's freebies Um, because there's a bunch of freebies on there. So I'm done. Thanks. Bye.